from the Utah School Counselors Association, this is The Sounding Board, where school counselors share ideas. I'm Nate Webb, school counselor, USCA board member, and every week I'll be speaking with different counselors and professionals that will be giving us valuable information in our counseling world. We cannot wait for you to hear these ideas. Let's get to it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to The Sounding Board from the Utah School Counselors Association. It's your host, Nate Webb, live in studio, Salt Lake City area, and we got a show for you today. Um, we've been doing a little mini-series where we're bringing on different board members of the Utah School Counselors Association to talk about their career in counseling, why they chose counseling, why they're involved with USCA, and all the juicy goodness in between. Um, so today I have here with me Miss Jennifer Swan. Welcome to the show, Madame. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks. That's good to hear. So, Jennifer, what is your role in USCA? What is your your official title? So I am. Uh, I just got to take over the role of the chair of the DEI committee, which is diversity, equity, and inclusion. So it's all brand new to me. Ooh, when did you take that over? Um, last month. <laughs> Woof. That's I've awesome. In, I've been in the committee for a couple of years, but, right. um, our, our chair had to step down. So I kind of just stepped into this role. That's awesome. That's awesome. So tell us a bit about yourself. How long you been a school counselor? I've been a counselor for 18 years. I actually started where you're at right now, uh, at Tula high school. So you did not. I did. That's so cool. Yeah, was you were at Tooele High School. Wow. So were you there with Johanna Lee and Ellie? I was. Yeah, back in the day. Back in the yep. day. She's been there forever. I know. Um, <laughs> and so we've been, oh, been out in this. Uh, in fact, my, I did my first internship at the high school when jo Johanna went on maternity leave. Oh wow! When she had, <laughs> when she had, when she had a, like her first. When she I had, think it was her first. It might have been her second. I can't remember. One, well, one of one of them's in college at Utah State, and one just is in her senior year right now. So that's crazy, um, man. So you've been doing this for a hot second. I have. So what? So, read, so you start? Did you? So you started at Twill High School. I did. And then, where take us on your career journey from there? Three so years I've at Twill High. Around the block. Yeah. So um, I've. I've worked at a lot of schools actually. Um, and I've, I've been at, uh, I've worked with kindergarten through 12th grade. I've worked at charter schools and traditional schools. I've worked at an online school and brick and mortar schools. So I've kind of gotten a lot of different kinds of experience. And I try to just kind of take the best of each of the schools that I've been at with me as uh -huh. I, as I've, um, learned from those and kind of taken, taken those ideas with me and develop them into hopefully a good counseling program. Um, right. right now I'm at Beehive Science and Technology Academy in Sandy, Utah. Oh, that's a we're cool the number one school in Utah, according to US News and World Report. So I got to brag that, a little bit. That about is pretty dope. School. That is pretty dope. So what yeah. district did you head to immediately after leaving Tooele? Um, I, I went to uh, East Hollywood High School in West Valley. Uh, I was there for four years, and then I worked at um, Pioneer High School for the Performing Arts in American Fork. You get all the fun schools, man. The I know, I did. Performing I school, did. beehive school. Okay, so you're there. Sorry. Yeah. Then I went to Utah Connections Academy for a couple of years, and uh, which is online. And then I kind of switched over to uh, younger kids for a few years. I was at Wallace Stegner Academy and then Whittier Elementary in um, Salt Lake District. Oh, wow. 
Um, and then I landed here at Beehive four years ago. So, so the only, if I, if I'm following correctly, which there's a 90% chance that I'm not, um, mm -hmm. you have not yet worked at a junior high level. Well, um, I, I guess... worked at a lot of high schools, but, uh, Wallace Stegner was K through eight. Oh, okay. So yeah, and, that's, and then okay. Beehive Academy is K through 12. And I've worked with six through 12 since, okay. uh, for, for the last four years. So, so you've worked with every single grade level. Yep. Man. Um, what are some of the big differences you did not expect between the different grade levels, you know, elementary, middle, high, as you've been, you know, switching around levels during your career? Mm -hmm. um, I think one of the things that um, I wasn't expecting, I guess, at, at Whittier Elementary, I was part of the specials rotation. Um, and, you know, I'm comfortable teaching classes and I realize that's a big part of the elementary right. level, but I didn't like um, having that inflexibility in having to be the teacher at those set times um, right. and not have their other teacher in the room. Um, it, it can be mm. hard trying to share uh, the lesson um, and have it reinforced by their teacher if the teacher's not present for it. Yeah. You know, and my background, I started in human services. I was never, you know, a teacher. I was never trained as a teacher before being a school counselor. So, um, you know, that was not my strength to be able to um, manage the classroom really well on my own and things like that at that level. Right. Um, and, and elementary is a lot of fun because you get to walk around and um, everyone, you know, is in the line in the hallway saying, Mrs. Swoop. And they all want to run up and give you hugs, but right. um, that's a lot of fun, but it also takes a, a lot of energy mentally. And I think I've decided I, I am still a better fit for secondary. I enjoy that more. Mm -hmm. I love the little ones too, but um, I just get a lot for myself more out of the secondary level. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm partial to the secondary level also. Yes. Um, I do enjoy that a lot. Um, there is a little, a little bit more pressure on the secondary level, just because everything it's for all the marbles, right? Like, like right. the grade, the grades, I don't know, more or less grades count in elementary school. I'm not saying they don't, but there are long-term consequences of the grades that they get in high school. Um, and the kids feel that pressure. And for some reason, a lot of parents feel that it's the counselor's fault. If a kid gets failing grade in a class, there's like, why'd you put them in this class? And and that can and that can be difficult. Um, but I, I I do enjoy secondary a lot. So at what point in your career were you like, you know what? I want to get involved with Yuska. Why not? Well, I saw uh, you know, on the listservs that we all get, uh, there was a a a message reaching out asking for more people to be involved with the diversity, equity, and inclusion mm -hmm. committee. And that's just some, a topic that's kind of near and dear to my heart. I think it's really important. Um, and so for me, it was really more about an opportunity to get involved with a, a topic that I was really interested in. And USCA was the, the opportunity that came up for that. Mm -hmm. um, and my hope is that um, as DEI chair or as our committee moves forward um, that we're able to provide some good resources and information for all counselors because it's such a controversial topic right now. Right. Um, I think a lot of us are, are afraid of making a mistake or, or doing or saying the wrong thing. And I think 
um, I would like to be able to, um, you know, support counselors in um, having resources that they can use and, and having the information that they need in order to move forward and still advocate for equity with all of our students. Yeah. And so how far into your career were you when you first jumped on the, the, that committee? Uh, that was about two years ago. So about 16 years in. Man, do you wish you would have gotten involved sooner? Like once you got involved, you're like, oh, this isn't that bad. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it always comes down to time. Yeah. And I think a lot of us are just, it, it, if you have a little bit of time that you can put into it and it's something that you're passionate about or, or you know, that you're willing to do, um, it can be really rewarding to be part of that. And I feel like um, it's helpful to know uh, a little bit more behind the scenes what's going on and, and just be able to be kind of on top of what's happening. So, yeah, that's good. Um, if you could go back in time, 17 years to first year counselor, Mrs. Swan, um, mm -hmm. what would you tell yourself as a first year counselor? Um, boy, I feel like that's a loaded question. <laughs> There's a lot of things you could tell yourself. There was a lot of things I could tell myself. I would say, um, I guess I, I would like to um, I would like to have the same or more confidence with less naivete as far as um, okay how the world of work the the work world works I guess um, mm, that's big sort of politics and and behind the scenes kind of stuff and and how that can impact you um, I loved my team that I worked with. Um, but yeah, just kind of, I guess, knowing what the options are out there and um, protecting yourself a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel that. I feel that a lot. When I, I my very first years as a school counselor, um, I had no clue the, the district politics that go on behind the scenes that can make a counselor's life really, really difficult. Um, that you have to learn how to play the game essentially because you want – Obviously, you want to be friends with the people of the district because they can they can impact policies and things like that. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, the district is a business of of sorts. Um, you know, they're trying to help out the the people that they serve, the stakeholders and things like that. Um, and there are a lot of stakeholders whose voices and opinions have a very heavy weight. Um, and you learn that as an educator and as a school counselor. Um, but that also helped me learn who to talk to um, mm -hmm. when I wanted change to come about um, instead of just whining about it to my principal or whining about it, you know, within counselors, um, you know, we could bring it up in numbers at PD and then go in and potentially as a school or as a bunch of counselors, bring it to a, a school board meeting where the school board is meeting. Um, you know, learning the right people to talk to in the right situations. Um, because as, as a brand new green counselor, you're just thinking, I'm going to save every child and help everyone be happy and heard. And there's just, there's just a little bit more complexity than that than a lot mm -hmm. of counselors might think. Um, yeah. and then, I mean, 18 years in now, um, do you feel like you're still learning new things every single year? Um, every day, <laughs> every day, I'm still learning new things. 
Um, yeah. And I think, you know, one of the things that I've learned over time, especially moving around so much and not having maybe the best start, um, was that I could overcome that, you know, and, and yeah. I think I'm passionate about school counseling. I love what I do. I hear, you know, I know there's more and more people in education that are sort of feeling disillusioned, things are changing and not in the right direction. And I, and I get that, but I don't have any desire to be anywhere else. This is what I love. I and love um, even though, you know, I had some bumps in the road, I feel like I've been able to find my place. Mm-hmm. I feel, you know, respected and valued and like I'm making a difference. And that um, it feels really good. And so it's just yeah, kind it of... Does. I guess I would just encourage counselors to, if, if this is your passion, stick with it. Don't let, you know, something get in your way. If you have run into a bump in the road, find a, find a way to do it. Yeah. And I think we all get those bumps in the road. So those curveballs, the things that, those curveballs that we don't feel like we knock out of the park, that knock us out of the park for a second. And mm-hmm. we're like, oh my goodness, what did I walk into? I remember my, my, my first year, um, the 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 first day of school right that big long line of kids who want to change their schedules um Mm -hmm. all the way out to the gym and i'm saying oh my goodness and this is what i'm going to be doing for like 180 days like it's just schedule changes forever is it never going to end um and like what did i get myself into um but end up being just fine so i love that a lot well as we wrap up you kind of said it already don't give up but i know there are a lot of floundering first year counselors out there who are heading into that second semester any words of advice to help them keep their head above the water um and not burn out immediately Uh, i think you've got to learn to set boundaries and learn what you're able to do and what you need to let go you know delegate work as a team and um, it's okay if if uh, something's not perfect. My my mantra is my best is good enough. I like that. So we're doing our best. That's that's the the ticket. So here we go. There you go, guys. Well, thank you so much, Jennifer, for coming on the podcast today. And thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of The Sounding Board from the Utah School Counselors Association. I hope you all have a wonderful day. And we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Sounding Board. Email the sounding board at utschoolcounselor.org to send us your questions and ideas. If you like our podcast, please rate and review our show. It helps other school counselors to find us. Links and additional information for any references from today's episode are in our show notes. Check out our website at utschoolcounselor.org where you can listen to past podcast episodes, register for any of our professional development opportunities, and become a member of the Utah School Counselors Association. USCA members also receive a bi-monthly newsletter to stay up to date on current Utah School Counseling news, events, and issues. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Utah School Counselor and on Twitter at USCA Tweets. The mission of the Utah School Counselors Association is to support professional school counselors in their work for students through advocacy, professional development, recognition, and support. This podcast would not be possible without the support of our members. We'll have more ideas to share with you next week. Let's go.